0: Kenny and his son, Bogart, from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it, as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff.
1: Good morning. Live from the laundry room, this is Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes, and Bogart's still on assignment. And Glenn Pye from, my friend Glenn Pye from Glory. Day, My good associate. That was bigger. Good associate from um, Glory Day Sports are here to take your calls on anything and give you advice, common sense advice on how to get rid of your stuff, what it's worth, and, uh, if you should keep it or if you're going to hand it down to the kids, make sure they're going to take it.
2: Or if you want to buy stuff.
1: We can or if you want to buy stuff. Now, apparently you don't like
2: my list. No, I made a new list. What was on the old list? Well, first, I'm going to give the phone numbers. Okay, so if you'd like to call in locally, call us at 416-360-0740. Out of town, 866-740-4740. Anyone listening, on AM at 740. If you prefer to go to the FM, we're on 96.7. You can live stream us on zoomer.ca. And the podcast is typically posted the Wednesday after the Sunday show, and you can hear prior episodes on there. You can also text me during the show or any other time for that matter. And uh, if we get it in on time during the show, we'll talk about it on air. 416-580-9256. So that's Clem uh cell number. Text me there, and we'll uh, read it. Try and give us a description. A is even better sometimes because, obviously, we can't talk to you like we can on a phone call.
1: Um, do you want you, me to read the list? No, I ta- to say? Well, I'm going to talk about what's in the show, and then you can read the list. Oh, so I, did I cut in on you there? Yes, you did. All right. So I want to talk. We're going to be talking to um, uh, We have a, an auction. You about, don't even remember what you're going to talk about, and you cut me off to get it back. I knew it was important, though. I okay. have a list I can read. All right. auction, we have an auction on high bid today. Now, the reason I'm saying this is I want people to go to it. If you want Leap stuff, Blue Jays stuff, old cards, VHS records. I know you don't want. Them. I mean, no, VHS. VHS. No. VHS, 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 VHS
3: cassettes.
1: Cassette. Cassette. Um, there's thousands of old time movies here. If you like the old time and you don't want, to, you're not downloading them. There is stuff in this auction and it's going really, really cheap. It just has, it's a lifetime collection. Thousands of books and it's at high bid and it's at our store at 10,341 Young Street. The auction's not there, but that's how you so get spell to Spell bit Farm
2: so they know if they Google it.
1: H I B I D Ontario.
2: Okay, and it's Dot on. B-A.
1: Yeah, and starts around two o'clock today. But you can bid in advance. We're going to talk to Rick today, and of course, you know I'm going to talk about buying local. That's me, or you can buy from other people. And we're going to talk about my friends at Southworks Antiques. They're still open. They have got thirty five thousand square feet. They've got a hundred small bit small businesses run by families there. Okay. This one I'm talking about really buying local. And you're recycling at the same time. It's got everything good for it. Next week they have a special announcement. We're going to talk to Laura there. And it's one of these places I really, really like. And I'm going to talk about the $1.7 million million racing pigeon.
2: That's worth more than your house.
1: That's worth the things in there. They're worth more than your house. Well, hopefully the pigeon's not in your house. It's something
2: in your backyard.
1: Yeah. And we're we're selling a $20,000 um appraised ring at 5500 over two carats so you want to buy it done okay. you haven't shown it to me yet go to the list okay
2: oh yeah oh, yes, only sir. with that yes, easy to sell. okay uh we were interested anyone should call either to buy or sell these types of things coin collections currency Vintage toys includes dolls, Star Wars, anything you can think of, particularly older toys. And if they're in the boxes, original package worth even more. Sports items, particularly vintage cards, anything sports. Game Warren, uh, items you might have picked up at a game, some souvenirs or collectibles. Rock and roll and any other music items, particularly the heyday of rock and roll in the late 60s, early 70s, sort of the sweet spot. But all the other areas are still collectible as well. Automobile items or any kind of racing items, art of all kinds, autographs, documents, jewelry, military items, comics, vintage clothing, purses and other high-end vintage accessories, vintage photographs, postcards, old medical doctor-related items, old stock, unopened box of vintage products that you may have found in the basement of an old store or something like that. They can be quite collectible, figurines, Royal Dalton's. Any other type of antiquity. We're talking about things could be a thousand years old or more. Political items. And of course, Paul's favorite, garden gnomes. Yeah. I like my
1: list better. You know that? Okay. No. I just saying. I just like my list you better. You like everything about yourself better. Yes. I'm, I know I'm saying I'm not going to go political. Okay. In this show as well, we'll be talking about gold and silver. We're going to be talking about, now, this Glenn, in case you don't know Glenn, I know everyone knows me from uh, Storage Wars Canada and the Zoomer show. Glenn is the gentleman that I have there, uh, sitting, standing right next to me with all the uh, sports stuff, the political. He knows the stuff backwards and forwards. Like I say, the stuff that we know, we really know really well. And, and if we don't know it, we know someone who does. Okay, one other thing we're going to try next week, assuming we get the
2: technology down, um, we're yeah, set week? up at a virtual show, Okay. and we might try and do the radio show from the, while we're at the virtual show. It won't be live can we in the get people? No sense. No, it'll be live from my offices. Oh, okay. Anyways. So Do you want to go to a me. call or like yeah,
1: uh, you me. want to get Rick out of the way? No, no. Then it's a call in show. Well, oh, take care of this person. Okay.
2: Here. Well, then I think I'd go to Danny in Hamilton who has a Beatles booklet. Danny, you there? Oh, Danny, can you hear me now?
4: Uh,
2: Danny. Hello. Hey, Danny, go ahead. I understand you
3: have a Beatles booklet. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it says uh, collect all uh, four Fab covers, and what it is, uh, it's about uh, five by nine. And when you look at it uh, at the like, look at it like at the like dead on, it has a picture of the Beatles on it. And then when you turn it to the side, it changes just to a picture of George Harrison. So it's, oh, like, it's a, a like a c- contrasty kind of thing. Right. And how, like, is
2: the image that contrasts, is that the full size, 5x9, or is that smaller? Uh,
3: well, the the picture on the front, I would say it's like 5x7.
2: 5x7. And that whole picture changes as you, they're called VeriView buttons. Yeah, buttons. Well, view technology to create I mean,
1: half the people who are listening right now know them as Flickr.
2: Probably. Yeah. But it, okay.
1: I haven't seen one that's the size of a program before. Yeah. You
3: may have stumped me a little bit there. Um,
5: yeah,
3: most of them uh, well, came out. Whole... Yep. And, uh, and inside, and inside, it's uh, on the cover. It's got the Beatles' 40th anniversary tribute, and then oh. uh, on the inside, it's got copyright 2003 by American Media Mini Mags Incorporated. Yeah, that.
2: The 40th anniversary was the bad news. Things of yeah. beetles that are worth money are typically when they were around, like up to about 1970. So that's mm-hmm. a, a reproduced item. Like, it's made after the fact. And that's why the, I was wondering to have a, a flicker that's yeah. yeah, that large. Didn't exist back in the 60s, but the technology's much better now.
1: It's probably yeah. just a souvenir item. It's worth about 10 bucks. Yeah, but if you oh. had the rings, the flicker rings from nineteen they're about yeah. 120 for a set.
3: Oh, that's okay. the
1: difference in price,
2: and, and the flicker buttons are worth 30 dollars. Oh yeah, and from yeah. the time and some theory. of them are rare, some are there's variations of them where you might
3: get a yeah. few, the rare one could be worth a few hundred dollars. So yeah, but, uh, it was interesting yeah, but whole, you brought that up. Yeah, sure. but the whole the whole inside is everything about the uh, everything about the Beatles. Uh, it's got Sergeant Peppers in here. uh yeah, yeah. show pictures of you know yeah. kind of pictures yeah. of everything yeah actually,
2: a, it's a nice item to look at, but that's all it is. It's
3: not really yeah. a piece of memorabilia yeah but uh, what i what i'd like is if I, yeah, yeah but, buy if, it. but yeah but if uh, but if anybody's uh, listening out there, actually I'd like to have the other three just so i could uh you know, so uh-huh. have, you know four of them well,
2: somebody could reach out to us and we can oh. reach out to you um the producer number. will have your number
3: and yeah. uh if we see the other ones come our way, we can let you know. Okay, and uh, another thing, too, is I have uh, an original program from uh, the first game at Maple Leaf Gardens. I've called about it before, and oh. I'm just wondering what uh, what that would go for now. Okay, so this is the first game in 1932? The, the very first game at Maple Leaf Gardens. I okay. have a program from the game.
2: Now, is it a... You know it's for sure from that era, because they reproduced it during the 65th anniversary of the gardens.
3: No, and no, one, this is one, this is an original program.
2: Okay, okay. 32, I own two of them, so you're talking mm-hmm. to the right guy. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, if it's in good shape, and it's hard to find them in good shape, because it mm-hmm. is almost 100 years old, yeah, but yeah. I have one that's in nice shape, I'd probably sell it for about 3000 I have mm-hmm. one that's not in great shape, might be worth half of that.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it all depends on the
2: condition. My... Pardon me? It all depends on the condition. And one other thing, I don't know if you have it, what, what they slipped in, well, the ticket would be huge. I've never seen a ticket from the first game, but they also slipped into that program. McLaughlin Buick introduced their new car that night, and they had it in the lobby at Maple Leaf Gardens, and there's a one-page advertiser
3: that went into that program. That would even you know, help that's... authenticate it more. Yeah, well, that's in there.
2: That's great. That's a great thing to have in there. And
3: uh, another thing that's in there is uh, 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 the uh, where they made the uh, sweaters for the uh, Toronto Police. Right. Uh, They were made in uh, Dunville, Ontario. Yeah. And and that's in there also.
2: Is that an ad or is that a separate piece of paper? No, it's an ad. An ad. But the the McLaughlin Buick is that an ad or a separate piece of paper? Uh, It's an ad. No, they actually issued in there yeah. a separate piece of paper that said okay. you can see this card tonight, which was only okay. opening night of Maple Leaf Card. So you have the full program, depending on condition, one to three thousand dollars. We're always interested in buying them.
3: Okay, okay. and uh, yeah, I have your uh, uh, your uh, text number and everything, and why not? Yeah. And uh, I have uh, Mr. Kenny's. Uh, uh, number and everything. I know. So, well, thank you very much, gentlemen. Yeah,
2: it's a great item. If you ever want to sell it, we'd be there tomorrow to buy it. Okay, oh. okay go ahead.
3: Okay, great. Thank jersey you so much, board. gentlemen. Have a great
1: day. You too. Thank bye. You. <laughs> Glenn, what's a jersey from the 19th when that first game worth? Ballpark, it's just What could you get over $100,000? One jersey. One what's jersey.
4: the ticket worth? And Glenn? if it's
2: a star. Well, you know what? You, the problem is, I've never seen a ticket, so I don't know how you identify it. Like, It can be, can be identified to that night. Yeah. you probably get $5,000, which is a lot for a ticket. You don't okay. see many tickets go for $5,000. Well, going to be some programs sometimes you do, but that's rare for a ticket. And it's not going to be that nice-looking. Tickets from that era typically yeah. aren't great unless... If they made a a collectible ticket
1: from that, made something nicer because the first game, no. could be worth even more than. But a hundred thousand. See, people have these jerseys at home, not maybe from the first game, but over the yeah. years, people retired. They retired to Toronto. That jersey's sitting there, right? They can be worth the elite jersey. The minimum is yeah. Any of the Wolves. from sixty 5, from nineteen seventy back. The
2: Wolves, two thousand, but once you get like nineteen fifties back, twenty five thousand. You get in the forties or fifty thousand. I mean. It's big, big money. Things in your house worth more than your fridge. The thing is, if you ever wonder about ticket stubs, like I I always collected my tickets, and so did some other people. But back in the day, tickets weren't always that nice. Sure, an Army-Navy game or something like that. Football game was nice. But people always kept their program because they felt they paid something for that. Well, most people threw the tickets in the garbage. It only became like in the 70s when the Baby Boomers started going to all the concerts and that. We started collecting all our concert tickets, and we said, well, we should collect our sports.
4: Yeah.
2: So from seventy on, there's quite a few more out there, but only the most avid collectors kept their tickets from a, the period prior to that. But so there's the a lot less. Find demand,
1: exactly. Find demand. Rick, how are you? You got one minute and two seconds. One minute. And I'm one doing second. great,
5: guys. Go how's it going? Great. How are you, Rick? I'm doing great. Trying to stay out of the wind. <laughs> it's windy yeah. out here. I have to tell you. So what's no, up, anyway, with this Paul? I, I wanted to, to remind everyone that there's still time. They're always working. Uh, there's still time, okay, because we're reviewing offers on Tuesday for this beautiful three bedroom, fully detached brick bungalow in the heart of Peel Village. And you know how beautiful it is there, yeah. Paul. So you know what? Uh, we've, uh, the, the response has been overwhelming. Uh, we have so many sharing, sure, so many post. showing there's so some people are interested in it, but there's still time uh i need people to give me a call they've got to come and see this beautiful place it's on a 50-foot lot backing onto a green belt with access to it from the back that means you can open a little gate and walk to this beautiful trail that takes you directly to a a, a beautiful park it's not all the
3: houses have that
5: yeah to, to get that right yes yes absolutely it's a premium lot it's considered a premium lot uh and again it's a fully detached uh house on a 50-foot-wide lot. So that means, oh well, what do I tell you the best part of this, Paul? All of this for under 800000 Now, that's uh, unbelievable. You know, you're always hearing people crying and complaining, that oh, you know, we can't buy a house anymore. It's just too expensive. That is not true. You're in a beautiful part of the city. You're close to Home Depot. You're close to Walmart. You're close to transit. You're close to the movies, restaurants, shops. Uh, whatever you need is there. You're close you,
1: to wait a, a minute! Can you 4, put a home office in there?
5: Yes, yes, for sure. You know, um, and again, you're 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 not in the rural part of the city. You're you're right smack dab in the middle of a great city, uh, with access to all the highways and all the way around. Like this is gonna this is an impossible price to beat. People need the call. It's it's it will appeal to first time buyers. It'll appeal to downsizers, Paul, that might want to sell their one point five million dollar house in Toronto, maybe move a little bit northwest. Give uh, your phone number. you got to give your I'm phone gonna, number. Then I'm going we'll to give you my better. phone number. I can be reached anytime. It's Rick DeBacco from Royal Page, Real Estate Professionals at 416-258-3972. But they got to call soon so they can get out on this or whatever else we have, which I just want to mention one more thing, Paul. Uh, we have 6.9 acres coming up in Milton. 6.9 Six point makes, nine? Six, 6. Okay. nine acres. And what makes this property so ideal is that you can either build your dream estate, your dream home, because it's surrounded by beautiful estate home, or you can use it as an agricultural business. So it's, uh, you know, whatever you want, or both. And you're not that far away from Toronto. It's an excellent investment. And this one, too, as well, is under $800,000. So just imagine that. Oh. Seven acres for under
1: $800,000. Okay. Now, when not okay. that be? Should we get more information on that next week? Okay. Okay. Now, Excellent. So
5: uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay safe. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.
3: You too, Rick. Take care.
1: Thanks. The important thing is getting the right prices on them, eh? Because I go sure. by places all the time. And, okay, give the number. We'll talk. We'll rant when we get back. Okay.
2: We're going to go to a break in a second. The numbers are locally 360-4740. That's a 416 or out of town 866-740-4740. We'll be right back
6: For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory.
1: Good morning. right? Live from the laundry room, it's Glenn. Glenn Pye from Glory Days. I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes and Toronto Gold Silver here to take your call. And we're going to be talking about gold and silver. We're going to be talking about auctions. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, Disney sales. we got a lot of stuff we're talking about today. Now... On, um, just before we went off on that, I was going to say, I go buy houses all the time. I go buy this one house that's been on sale for three months. That means either a lazy agent or too high a price. Pricing is very important with this stuff. Some people think that they're going to get $2 million for a million dollar property. It doesn't happen. But that's just it. Rick does a good job. He arranges it for both sides. You never want to go exclusive. But if he happens to sell the house, it's good because he can arrange for the financing. Now. We're going to be talking... That, I did talk about the racing pigeon. This is $1.7 million for a racing pigeon. Alive I mean, or dead? Well, it wouldn't be a racing pigeon. It'd be a lying no, you
2: could be No, you could be a dead racing pigeon. Maybe it's a collective. It could be the Pele of uh, racing pigeons. In the ra- amounted, Why would
1: someone pay for a ra- racing pigeon? Did the Pele of racing pigeons? That's, that's
2: unbelievable to have that. You have the greatest bird in the world sitting on your shelf at home.
1: And that's like... Cruise lines that aren't oh, cruising, oh, yeah. lines that aren't flying, yeah, yeah, okay. the racing
2: pigeon that's not racing. What? And this guy's going to have the pigeon out delivering stuff. He's worth one point seven million. How about if he just
1: keeps lying? That's it. He's gone. You're going to make me look this up on Google. What about this racing pigeon? I couldn't believe it either, but unfortunately, the show started too soon. I heard it right before the show started, and I had to write it. You down. can't. That's fake news. You can't believe all these things. I'm going to I'm going to check it out. I'm going to ask for it. But okay, we're also going. I'm back on this thing about high bid. I'd like people to go there and take a look. We also we take we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. This is a, a gentleman's collection of all sorts of stuff, and it's starting cheap. You can pick it up, or we can mail it to you. This is on high uh, bid, and it's you'll see. Um, it's at starting at two o'clock today. It's just worth going to see what we do. Have
2: some fun. You, you got to change fun. your byline. We don't buy from Toronto. Buy from Ontario.
1: Okay, we buy from Ontario. Okay. And we okay. tell
2: to the world. Some people don't like hearing the Toronto all the time. They like hearing about other areas.
4: We, okay. I yeah, never see thought you about see
2: that. Either. I'm helping you again. But I'm. I've got something. I did my version of Secret Chopper. I'm not allowed to talk. Why would you put your hand in front of my mouth? No, I didn't. You what? waved in front of me like a stop sign Prove or it? something. There's no cameras here. Go no, ahead. All right. So I do my version of Secret Chopper, but I don't go anywhere. I do from the comfort of my couch. But, um. I bid in an auction this week of a well known auction house in Toronto. I'm sure most callers probably know what it is, but anyways, they had a a, a more of an eclectic auction. A lot of times I don't bid because it's really high end fine art, which I don't deal in a lot. I don't deal much in antique furniture. Paul does deal in this yeah. stuff a little bit. I really don't myself. So I'm looking more for memorabilia, ephemera, things like that. So there was a few things I bought in this letter, but I'm going to give you one quick example, and I'm not going to bore you forever. It only take a minute to do this. But I bought two letters that were written, handwritten and signed by our first prime minister, Sir John A. Macdonald. And don't ask me why. I you know that one third of the population doesn't know he was our first prime minister. But go on, I can believe that. Don't they have no? They take a citizenship test or something? Don't they ask them stuff like
1: that? Yeah, but if you're already... A, if you're a yeah, Canadian, you should know. You never learned it in school or you forgot. I know you know. That's most true. of our listeners know. But if you're under 25,
2: well, you don't okay, know. okay, that's Go possibly ahead. true. So anyways, I, I already have four or five letters from them, but you can never have enough. So yeah. uh, I just keep buying them. And I haven't really tried to sell any of them, but I have a price in mind what I pay. So on this, I, I was bidding in the auction, and I was quite happy at the price I got them at. I was a high bidder. So I ended up paying... The auction house, once, of course, anytime you deal with an auction house, you're paying buyers premiums, taxes, shipping, whatever, sometimes insurance. A lot of the auction houses charge you for verification where they get it verified, you pay that as well. So they ask us. Okay. They they ask us. So um, I paid $3,900 for these two letters.
1: Okay. But it's Johnny McDonald.
2: It's good. I would have paid more. Okay. So this is sort of a lesson to your people out there that do have things like this. I paid thirty nine. I probably would have went to five thousand dollars. How much do you think the consigner, the person that put those two letters in the auction, what do you think they netted?
1: Probably less, around
2: half, twenty three hundred and twenty dollars. Wow. So if they come to us, I probably would have paid them around forty five hundred. Yeah. So there's a good example, and this is using a very reputable auction house, isn't it? Some there's nothing wrong with Live by Night. Oh, it's a great house. It's just there's certain things that we're much better at. I mean. These auction houses, we handle these things 50 times more than they do. They don't deal in this type of stuff. Furniture, yes, they're a a competitor to you when you deal with stuff like that. I don't deal in that, but they're not good for memorabilia.
1: Well, most of these auction houses deal with – most of the stuff bought in auctions like this are from dealers. Yes. Okay, so the dealer – and we – it's, we would pay more if mm-hmm. someone. Someone's in us. We work from a, a situation where we're called. We know what we're buying. Well, we, we
2: know can. the value, and so we know
1: what our margin can be, and then we know what we can pay them. Yeah. When they put them in
2: these, they got no idea what they. They put an estimate there. It's so far off. Yeah. Like I've had them put an estimate in in the same auction house where I knew something would sell for big money. I thought I'd go seven eight hundred. The guy goes, I can put an estimate at two hundred. And I said, you're sort of discrediting the piece. So they started the bids at 100 it ended up going for $2,000 in spite of the oh, yeah. um, estimated value. But that can really hurt you a lot of times. If they put a low estimate.
1: People that aren't that knowledgeable about the value, they won't go above that. Well, well that's why I say I, it's a rule. Never put your gold or silver into an auction. No. Like I said, I spend it's no 40, commodity of any kind. Yeah, right? $48,000. You know, you're walking away from the microphone. You
2: know this. 48 I'm walking away from you. The microphone just has to be sitting next to you.
1: The forty-eight thousand dollars, and they got the consigner got twenty-six thousand. Wow. If they'd walked into my store, and I made profit on, it, they'd walked into my store, I could have to pay them much, much more. Okay, but this is why I'm saying a lot of other stuff. You can go to an auction house, gold and silver should never, ever be consigned to an auction house or a consignment shop. They want you want to buy and sell it and know what you're doing. It and, and will- most
2: memorabilia. There's no auction houses in Toronto that will do anyone a favor. No. So that's why people should at least contact us and we can put them in touch with auctions that might not hurt them too much. But often they'll find that we just pay more because yeah. we have clients already. Yeah. And those clients aren't paying a 20% premium to us. So we can work with them and get you know, people yeah. in at a better number on these things.
1: We're going to be more
2: about this in a minute, but we have a
1: call here. Yes, um, we do.
2: And um, we have Mary in Paris, beautiful Paris, Ontario. You Long got Paris. that right. Hello, Mary.
6: Hi. Hello. How
2: you doing? Yeah, go ahead. We're here.
6: Oh, okay. All right. I have a hardcover, uh, burgundy-colored uh, book. It is uh, 10 by 13 inches. On the front, in gold letters, it says, The torch is passed. This is the... Uh, uh, just a minute here, I got The torch is passed. This is uh, put out by the Associated Press. Story of the death of a president. It's in very good condition. And I'm wondering if there's a, uh, uh, well, for sale bookstore or a museum that would, would want it.
1: No. Okay. Which president is this? Is this okay. McKinley or is it? Like uh,
2: Kennedy. Must be Kennedy. It must be yes, Kennedy,
1: it's right? Kennedy. Yeah. Yes.
2: yeah.
1: When Kennedy, Kennedy passed... Um, or was murdered. And, um, there was a, he was well loved by the American people. And a lot of people, a lot of promoters put out different products and they sold a lot. Um, and on most of that stuff, it has some, you can sell for $10, 15 $20, but unless it was limited to something like a hundred copies, it's not going to sell that high. Uh, if you had something from McKinley in 1900, even then, because a lot of the public will buy the stuff. Okay,
2: a, a good place to sell it if we're out of this pandemic next year. I I often go. They have some antique shows up in the Paris area. If you go to yeah. one of those and walk around to the dealers, you're not going to get a lot of money, but somebody will buy it off you and get it at a home where somebody appreciates it. Yeah,
1: like paper price and books. Um, we're, um, you know, this is what's so disappointing. No one collects books anymore.
2: No, nobody collects. And- well. Only in very particular areas, but yes, for the most part, books are no good.
1: And it's a shame. I I still I don't want to work on a Kindle. I want to actually have it in my hands and I read it. And you see the picture and flip it at my own speed. That's just me. And I know there's other clients out there. So that's why just they should go to my high bid auction today because there's a lot of books in there, books about movie stars, um, baseball, hockey, and they're going to get
2: them at a great price.
1: And if you're going to yeah, they're going to get them for a great price. And you can give them to your kids. You know, to, the reason, if you say the books are no good, you don't encourage it with the kids, they're not going to read them. But we know we're on, uh...
2: let me give the numbers again. So you can call in. we got some empty lines right now, 416-360-0740. Out of town, one 740 4740 Or text us at 416 416- Five eight
1: zero nine two five six. Yeah. Okay. Look. Old laser. You remember reading laser disc? Oh
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. I have. A, I now in the. I have a laser disc.
2: You have a player.
1: I have a player. Okay. And I see. have the sound of pioneers. I have a percent. They were pretty good. They were actually good oh. sound in that. So oh You yeah. can't get any new titles. No. No. For sure. No. No. Can't get anything new. No, but no one's making anything new. Okay. Now this week, Glenn and I. You've seen us on the show. We do know our stuff on the collectible area. Now the board. I'm, we should go take a call. I'll get back to my rant
2: later. Well, wait a second. They're uh, okay.
1: checking in. You can continue on the rant. Now, next weekend. No, this is a long rant. Okay. This is not a shorty. Next
2: weekend, if we do the show off-site, which we're just working on the technology of handling it, people will actually be able to log in and can actually see us.
1: Can so we set up four or five leaf chairs there and let them sit oh, in? Oh, yeah. We can have a we can around Oh, okay. So cool. that was a leading question. Well, I don't know.
2: You, why you I'm supposed to you told me to say yes to everything you say. Yeah, but you, supposed to call you changed me, it.
1: You were supposed to call me dumb there. Now you end up being we you cannot come and view us. You can view us online and we will be live. Okay.
4: Okay.
2: So uh, we got a call uh, from Toronto. Are you there? Hello? No, the it point? doesn't say the topic. Okay.
1: Oh. No, okay. So this week, um, we have, uh, we're have we doing the Zoomer show from down there is next week. So you'll we'll be able to see us on, on the computer. There'll be some way of setting this up, right? Okay. Yes. So this week, everyone's seen us on the Zoomer show. They've seen me on TV. And they saw how knowledgeable we are. Well, you're a
2: minor celebrity.
1: No, no. It doesn't matter. I know stuff. I'd rather know stuff than be known. That's the best way to say it. You're a wise man. Yeah. So this week. And this is important. Uh, we I had someone call me up. Um, it's a difference between someone being a picker and us. We this person called me up about Disney cells, and they wanted to bring some real
2: ones or ones just bought at the amusement park. They don't know, and okay. I'm never
1: probably going to see them because I didn't want to deal with the pickers. There's certain pickers that I, I do, We deal with a lot of the people who pick out there right. and who will, and want to bring it to us, and we pay fair prices. Some people who. Like the guy who paid $300 for $3,000 in, in uh, silver coins, I don't deal with them anymore. person who pays $10 a gram for gold and brings it to me, I don't deal with those people. A person who comes in and says, I'll buy my grandmother wants those cups and sauce, I'll pay you $10 for a $250 cup and saucer. I don't deal with those. I, the person who brings you, who offers you $100 for $2,000 sterling set, I don't deal with that. So you no, know, the reason is, is because we have to set our standards. This person called me up about uh, Disney sells, and I says, no, you cannot go into my store. I'm not going to help you. I'll help your client, but I don't want to help you. I do not want to promote these people who are taking advantage of the grandmothers, as I call
2: well, them. Well, let's help our listeners right now. Disney okay. sells, typically, I get quite a few offered to me where they bought them at Disneyland or Disney yeah. World or various amusement parks. Hanna-Barbera ones bought at Universal Studios. Often... Those are limited editions of cells. They made them as souvenirs, exactly. But they did limit them. They're beautifully done, but they don't have that intrinsic value that a real cell from the movie that was hand painted to make the movie. Yeah, those can be worth big, big money.
1: Well, up to fifteen hundred, two thousand. Oh,
2: if you get an early movie, yeah, you know Snow White or something, they, they could be worth ten, twenty thousand, perhaps. People
1: want the originals. They have to. Be well, eliminated.
2: it's art. It's really art. It then. is art. Yes, but they made a lot of the same scene. Now, can we go to a call here quickly? Okay. Okay, we have Annette in Brampton who has some stamps that she'd like to talk about. Annette, are you there?
4: Yes, I am. Go ahead. Oh, hi. I have like two Rubbermaid boxes full of stamps, but they're originals, like corner ones. Corner and,
2: blocks, yes.
4: Yeah, and they're many topics.
2: There's birds and trains and planes and
4: oh, my. 1960s?
1: Pardon? 1960s around expo time?
2: Before
4: oh, that I think my husband bought um, one of every single occasion. There is okay. such a big variety. I don't know what to do with them because I don't know anybody who sells them. Oh, no, okay. Boy. Well, i
2: got a quick story on that. So I had a massive stamp collection as a kid, and then I inherited my grandfather's and whatever, But um, and I'm, I know how to sell stuff. And yeah. so I go, well, where would I go? I go to the biggest uh, stamp show in the world, which is called KPEx or something, yeah. down at the CNE. They have it once a year. Okay. It's the biggest one in Canada. All not the anymore. Years are there. Well, maybe not anymore, but this is maybe five years ago. Okay. So I'm not a young man then. I was still pretty old. Okay. And uh, I walked around with this. And the dealers are just looking at me, no, not interested, not interested. So I finally get to one dealer, and he says, look around. You're the youngest guy in the room. And I was 63. So stamps are a little bit difficult. You can sometimes donate them to a scout troop or a church to teach people about geography and things like that.
1: Yeah. But there could be the odd good stamp in there. If he paid money as a stamp collector, but these corner stamps and things like that from the 60s, we actually use them on mail. Like, figure it out. My son has uh, never used a stamp in, the, in his life. My grandson will not know what they are. I know. Okay. No.
4: So there's
1: no new people coming in. Mm-hmm. And we, we buy them at auction. They'll generally sell between 25, 20 to 30 percent of their face <laughs> value. And people like me use them as stamps. My wife is not happy. When I buy, remember they used to have the old one cent stamps? So a whole sheet is a hundred of them. But 100 times a penny is only a dollar. Right. And there are 12 inches by 8 inches. There's a lot of envelopes they don't fit on. Right. Okay? And so, a dollar don't catch you anywhere now.
2: No. And, and the 60s, there weren't a lot of high-value stamps. You almost have to get in the 70s when they started yeah. to more high-value. But I we likewise use them for postage. Yeah. But then how many letters do you mail? Not that many anymore. No, I'm, we mail. Do you?
1: We're on the Internet. How do you think people get their we stuff? Ship. We ship.
2: Yeah, I'm more but professional than you. To yeah,
1: put you got what stamps on the box.
2: Yeah. yeah, it gets there a year later. Our stuff's the next day. Well, okay. so you're telling me there's no real value in
1: stamps? No, no, there is value. But if you have, say, you had $300, you can expect to get around $75 for For that. Now, that's that for unused stamps. Unused. Yeah. Yeah. If Now, we have a stamp expert who comes into my place once a month. Because stamps, there can be one as um, a misprint or an error, the upside
2: or, down plane,
1: the upside, you know, that kind of stuff. And he will go through them for me. But a lot of the times he'll say, it's, "We put into our auction. If we get five, ten, twenty dollars, we'll do it for the used stamp." Right. But he did find a four thousand dollar stamp from here, five thousand, about a year ago. Wow. And he's completely honest. He said, "Paul, this is your, this is your, this is your uh, big This, win. Your, this is your big win stamp." For the client, okay? Right. So we do that for people, and we mainly do it if someone has the entire estate. Like we, a lot of people have coins and stamps, and they bring them both in, okay? Okay. So that happens a lot. Okay. And uh, we can help
2: you. The coins help because they have bullion value. Yeah. Coins would probably be almost as bad a lot of coins had they not had silver and gold. Oh, content. yeah. Sure. people There aren't a lot of coin collectors out there anymore either.
1: Like in 1967, sets worth around $40. 1968 sets were three dollars two twenty-five.
2: Wow. You're talking coins, though. Coins, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Because there's so, no silver. But
2: I think you'll find kids would be interested in them if, you know, they're in that. No, you won't.
4: They are. They won't know what they, they are.
2: use them. No, but they teach them about things at a scout troop or, you know, boys club
1: or something like that. Really? Some of the music. Teach them how to fix buggy whips as well? Sorry. No, i don't. using stamps right. and that, that's, that's like useless knowledge. Okay. Sorry.
4: Thank you very
1: much. Yeah. No Thanks. problem. Have okay. a good day. You too. I'll be healthy Bye. be safe. Yeah.
2: This will be my last show.
1: What? Well, there was no need
2: to berate me like that in front of a listener. No, they weren't listening. Oh, okay, I don't think no. I didn't see you press the mute
1: button. I don't believe you. Okay, we're going to go to a break. After we come back, we're going to get the phone numbers out. We're going to go into the gold and silver prices, and we will have some more beautiful, great knowledge for you coming up.
6: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905 737 Gold.
0: Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat
2: stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. We're back. Live from the laundry room. Okay, I accept your apology. Thank you.
1: No, I want you to give out the phone number.
2: Oh, I thought you were waving to me like we're good again. No. Okay. Uh, locally call 416-360-0740. Out of town, one 740 4740 You can text us. We still got another 20 minutes here at 416-580-9256. Okay, go ahead, Paul.
1: Okay. We're going to go into what we're going to, uh, gold and silver price. It's important this week. And this we talk about it all the time. And I want to get a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work, as Bogart would say. And when you're getting your gold and silver, and if you're going to sell it, just have it like this. Go out and have one of those little scales, a digital scale. You can get it at your local home hardware. Don't buy it on Amazon. You go to your local home hardware, and uh, it'll be 9 or $10. You can weigh your gold. I want you to weigh it, just so you have an idea. If you're informed, because these buyers... And some of these shops are very slick. You want to know what you're getting. You want to know that you're getting full value for what you're giving them. So gold silver prices per gram, I know this is a small little thing, per gram is 2790 for 10 carats per gram. That means a 100 of them would be $2,700. We're not talking small money here. 14-carat gold is 3906 per gram. Eighteen karat gold is fifty dollars and twenty three cents per gram. Twenty two sixty one thirty nine per gram. Because the Indian gold is usually twenty two. Silver dollars. You bring me in silver dollars or ten dimes. I know the board's full, but this is important. This is what you're, you're boring me. me. No, but people listen for this. This is an important part of the show. I know. You'll find. If you had any gold and silver? You would tell me. No, I brought some today. Um, one dollar of silver dollars is sixteen forty-seven. Sterling is seventy-eight cents and twelve cents a gram.
2: How can it be seventy-eight cents and twelve cents?
1: No, seventy-eight point one two. Okay, point one two. They get the money. They'll, if you give me a hundred grams, I'll give you seventy-eight dollars twelve. Cents.
4: Right. So,
1: and we also buy and sell the weeks. Okay, we'll go to the board. But the silver and gold, you can call me during the week. You can Call us. What we're paying today? We are not one of these. Oh, come on in. We'll tell you when you get here. You can find out the number and, over the phone. And
2: the price change, when they, if you do call some of these outfits, and they go, oh, price is down this week, it's not dropping 30%. It might no. be moving five, but I've heard of guys that call they call this week, go. Oh, I can only give you 30% less because don't, it gold's down, it moves. It's moving four or 5% would be a decent-sized move in gold. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's rare that you would have somebody... That it's going to knock it down that much. There's got to be something. Oh, no, I'm not at, right there.
1: I was at the one guy, and on Saturday afternoon, he says, I can tell you the gold's going to be down on Saturday, some Monday, so you've got a pay me. Yeah, I wish he could predict it yeah. for us. We'll invest in gold, if anyone knew that. No, nobody knows. And the idea, this is one of those places that all the secret shoppers on the wall and all that stuff. And I'm saying, how do you know this? You don't. Oh, we're, we're all connected up. You are not. You are lying You to wouldn't me. be
2: working at that store. You'd be on Wall Street.
1: You'd be yeah, worth a billion yeah. dollars. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. We've got somebody who's got something very interesting here. Jeff from Scarborough has a World War II banner from Japan.
1: Oh, Hello. okay. Are you,
4: are you there, Hello, Jeff? No, I have a, uh, a good luck flag or a good luck banner. Right. It's, uh, yeah. It was uh, obtained by my father who fought overseas in Burma during the Second World War. Wow! Against the Japanese, of course, and uh, when they were occupying Burma, but anyhow, I have this flag. I have tried to. Re- My dad has passed away, so I've inherited it. So I've tried to return it to Japan, uh, and they can't find the uh, the original family or friends who signed. Saw- this is a flag that is signed by friends and family of the servicemen. And, and then, is uh, it in
1: Japanese or is it in Korean?
4: No, it's Japanese.
1: No, from, okay, there are some there from the uh, the, uh, the internment camps and stuff like that. We just no. had one. We sold it. Oh, I don't think we sold it. I think we paid, and it's worth 150 and $300. No,
2: but is this, um, is, are you able to identify specifically who the Japanese airman or soldier oh, was? Probably-
4: not at all. I've actually requested that from the Japanese uh, consulate, and uh, the, I think what is it, the, the Department of Defense, or right, uh, returning war uh, memorabilia to families. But did um, did he die in the war,
2: this gentleman, or they did he can't don't... they can't r- oh, locate no. the family,
4: <laughs> so they have said that it is.
2: I think it would be worth a little you know, a bit extra if it was for a kamikaze or something, because people collect that stuff, and they're on a one-way mission, right? No, right. Well, there. I have no
4: way or of knowing they carry that. them with them for good luck. Go ahead. I, I I have no way of knowing that. I I can't be right. Japanese. So, Perhaps so maybe I should take it to the Japanese. To yeah. a, a, uh, a value,
2: or what is it that you'd want to know?
4: Yeah, I was just wondering if there, if there, was, if there was a value on it, if yeah. it's worth I mean, we anything at uh, all. Yeah, no, there is
1: a fine There's a value on unless it's very famous. You can a famous uh, person, it, and obviously you can't find them. Uh, they're between $150 and $300, and we've handled a couple of them. Okay, and that seems to be the price range that they sell it.
4: Okay, and
1: uh, you can ask for more, or but it's also it remind us of a grimmer time, you know. And,
2: and I'd like to thank your father for the service and giving us all the lifestyle we live today.
4: Yeah, I wish I could thank him, <laughs> but uh, he's passed oh, away. Wish. But uh, yeah, no, it's something that I I uh, I really treasure. I, I I don't want to just give it away or sell it. I no, really no. would like to return it, but uh, I I did try to do that. Of course, I can't do that. So. Well,
2: that's nice of you to do it. But if you give it to a collector here, they're going to put it in a treasured place, anyways.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I, I right. Just for a second, just another thought on this. A lot of people, and they give them up to the legions.
4: And mm-hmm.
1: the legion, uh, they get them all donated all the time. And sometimes it's like giving something to the museum or the hockey hall of fame. It never sees the light of day again. Right. And the difference is, no, if a guy is a collector, they're going to treat him with the same reverence that you do in a lot of cases. And might be able to take that other step forward. I know military, like uniforms, medals, we do not ever melt medals. I believe that people who give their life and the ultimate sacrifice for us should at least be held in esteem forever. Mm-hmm. And we, and buttons, medals, Two other
2: quick thoughts yeah? are one that I don't know if you've ever tried Ancestry or something to see if you can find out something that way.
4: Yeah, uh, No, like... I haven't. I have gone to the Japanese Cultural Center, which was a, kind of a dead end. They're not really interested in this. Nobody, no, yeah, uh, yeah, they're
2: more but... of the current stuff. I've been out to that center out just east of the Don Valley there.
4: That's right. Um, they're not interested in the past as much.
2: But the other thing is, just if you just want to try Facebook, it's such a powerful tool that you yeah. may find there's a group that, you know, World War Two Japanese collectors or whatever, and you may get a lot from that, and that's a, a free service. You just sort of throw it out there and see, see if it takes a life of its own.
4: That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, okay, well, thank well. you. I just uh, just wanted to get yeah. your no, opinion I appreciate on that. the call. That
2: was great.
1: Thank no, you. No, no. If we don't learn from our past, we're going to keep... What they say, you're going to keep on making the same problems going forward.
2: That, that is a, a quote that no one's ever said. It's not like no, I said it. it no, no, you, you just you jumbled that whole thing up. It's okay. like, what's the definition of an idiot?
1: No, I don't want to know. Doing
2: the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. That's what you paraphrased there, the
1: sort of weird quote that you put out. <laughs> live, so, live in the laundry room where I don't have a mute button. Okay. Um, I want people to buy uh, – give the phone number again. Oh, and hold this on, is your I'm job. trying to take a sip of coffee for the first time. You don't even get fed here.
2: What's the deal? You will get fed later. Oh, okay. So your wife's making us a beautiful yes, lunch then? Yes. Okay, good.
1: We're going to talk about that. 416-360-0740. Out of
2: town, one 740 4740 Go ahead. No,
1: I, we're returning to proper dining. We're, those dishes that are in your curio cabinet that you never use, if you can't them, some of the people call in about sure. the prices. We said just use them, enjoy them. Your table's set
2: here beautifully every yeah. week.
1: No, but that's the idea. I want more people to use their dishes. Sometimes if I come up and I say, Okay, this used to be worth five hundred, we can only pay a hundred today. It's not it's only because that's all I can sell it for. Right. But use it.
2: It's still usable.
1: It's still like usable. Like
2: people look at things and say, That's a napkin holder, I never knew what it was. Like yeah. back in the day, every item had a purpose that was on the table.
1: And that's something I think with this flip in history we're going through right now. People are eating more at home. They are. And enjoy it. And we get to spend a little bit more time. We don't gulp it all down and it's
4: gone.
2: Even if it's uh, Uber Eats or Takeout, you could still set a nice dinner place and have uh, your meal that way.
1: And I say, use it in the curio cabinet. Like I, we talked about, the cups and saucers. I buy one cup and saucer that I was in the house this week. Right. I said, your one cup and saucer is worth more than your set of dishes.
2: That's because flowers were on the inside. Have I learned yeah. something? Yes. Okay. And good. it was
1: anciently in Paragon. I want people right now, to be, after this show, just go to your uh, curio cabinet, take a look at the cups and saucers. You see a great big flower in there. The more white you see, the less it's worth.
2: On the inside. On you the cover.
1: inside. Uh-huh. Inside of the bowl where the tea normally is. Does that apply for bowls and stuff, too, or just cups? No, just mainly cups and sauces. Okay. I think they're using it for high tea someplace in California. Okay. That's just me. Now, I also want to, like I talked about my friends at Claperson's Corners. That's Ron. He's on Highway 6. He is an antique dealer. He's got, if you want a unique gift for Christmas, it's worth going there. Okay? And it's lots of space. You can wander around. There's no high-pressure sales. You just spot something you well, like.
2: Or coming to your shop or mine. I've had a lot of people in already buying Christmas questions. gifts, and there are things you can't find anywhere else well, in the city.
1: They have to call you. They have
2: to book an appointment.
1: Yeah, yeah. With Ron's, you don't have. He's open uh, 10 to 6. He's got he's got 20,000 square feet. Or you go to South Works and 76 Water Street. These are people I enjoy. They're doing the right thing. We're supporting small, small businesses and families. That's one of the ideas. every time you buy at Amazon, like literally you're taking, you're crushing someone's job. They say they're hiring people, they're hiring the guy who used to have a a good job in a furniture store or a bookstore and they're hiring that guy he has no job anymore because Amazon crushed that store. They're taking away business and they're sending the money someplace else. They're not staying in your neighborhood.
2: You know, a lot of things that we've sold for Christmas presents, it's something might not even pay that much. For example, we sold a Joe Biden autograph book this week. Okay. And so he's a big hero to some people. His values went up a little bit. But it's not an overly expensive item, a few hundred dollars. But somebody gives that, they steal the show. I've been yeah. at events where I've given somebody that cost me $200 – and they're giving Guy a new set of golf clubs for 3000 All he can look is a $200-old Montreal Canadiens item, right? Yeah. So yeah. those are great items to give away. We have one last call. Can we get to yes, it? Yes, yes. Okay, we have Lucy in Mississauga, who Ooh. appears to have a, a vase or a vase. Lucy, are you there?
5: I am. Uh, I guess it's a vase. It's about 15 inches tall. It's a Moorcroft. It's got a picture oh. of a like a flowering tree
1: on a blue background. So are you going to vase? If it's under fifty dollars, it's a vase. If it's over fifty dollars, it's a vase. Okay, I think um, it's a yours vase. Is probably <laughs> going to be worth three. It used to be worth a little bit more. More crop is still collectible. Is it um, the dark blue?
5: It is a dark blue. Uh, the flowers on it are kind of uh, purple, pinkish.
1: Between three and five hundred dollars, you say fifteen inches. That's tall. Yes, it that's is tall. tall. Maybe more. Now it hasn't been drilled as a lamp, right? No, 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 no. No, it's just good, been good. used as a vase of Oz. Pardon me. <laughs> Dime from the laundry room with... Uh, yeah, load number
2: one's done. Yeah, load number one's done.
1: On, uh, they, They're still
2: collectible. Um, we, like I say, we talked so, about... But something beyond the normal size, you could really jump a value. Right? Yes. Yeah.
1: It would be something that we would take on consignment, because the more you make, the more we make. Right. And uh, Because that, like that's why I say with even some of the cups and saucers, sometimes I don't know how high they're going to go.
2: You sell Moorcraft often, right? Yeah, it's very yeah, saleable yeah, for you. Yeah. So that's something if you could get that to Paul, he could definitely turn into cash for you. Or if you just want to know a value, you yeah. should know keep it away from kids and don't let it get chipped or anything. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, How do well, I find out the value way. of this? Oh, I think
1: between three to five hundred, maybe more. Three and to five hundred, maybe more. U S. Yeah. U.S. Okay. Perfect. And, Thank you very much. Uh, all for right. Now.
2: You have a good day. Thank you too. Bye bye.
1: Okay. Roll domes and stuff like that, People right. think they're worthless. No, they've still got some value. They right. just don't have what they
2: use. But to the, have. the pretty ladies, if they're not some unique aspect, you're twenty five to thirty five dollars. No, no, somewhere. we
1: sold sixty. We paid twenty five. That's
2: what I mean. I'm not six. talking yeah. to people here, right? Yeah. Because I sold mine for twenty five each because I couldn't get any more. I made a lot of money on you. No, <laughs> you probably did.
1: So you never paid me for them. No, I didn't. On this here, I want to talk about again. Again, our auction. I just want to make a high bid uh, because I know some people. Tell them that,
2: where to go. Highbidontario.ca.
1: Ontario.ca. If We're, they Google
2: it, it'll come yeah, up.
1: And, if you go and on, how
2: do they find your auction?
1: It'll be on the first page. We're ending it. will say today.
2: Toronto Gold Silver.
1: It'll say Toronto Gold Silver, and it'll be at ten thousand three forty one Young Street. And you just go in. You don't even have to put your credit card in. You can pay for it later. Um, you can pick it up. We can ship it to you. Um, But it's like anything else. The more you bid, uh, if someone bids more than you, you're not getting it. So it's one of those type of things. Now, we're hoping to do the show next
2: week live from the virtual show. It'll be a show within a show.
1: It's a show about a show?
2: Yes, as long as we can work out the technology, which
1: Which I'm not relying on you. Good. No, No, that won't happen. But I'm going back to – I want people this week – I keep on saying buy local. Buy from your neighbor. We're going into – in the tough times we've got to go we all got a to band together i also want to thank the frontline workers because okay. no you can't when you think about it, imagine going to work and thinking that I might get sick today
2: and they should all be getting extra pay which some of them aren't I,
1: I I don't have the money
2: to give, but and I want you to wear a Especially mask. Grocery stores—they're making so much money. Why are they not giving everyone? Uh, well, they a should be. Of, yeah. they should be. A lot of them have cut it off. There's no sales at grocery stores. I think stores Sobeys cut it off, but yeah. uh, I should mention this because I shop at Sobeys. But uh, no, no,
1: you can't say things like that. Why they cut it off the
2: uh, extra
1: payment? Oh, did they?
2: That was, was in the paper,
1: unless it was fake news. No, okay. I want people to wear a mask. Want to buy local? Tell your kids you don't want to get get from Amazon. Just tell them. Don't take an extra second. Have a great to week. Find it
0: somewhere else. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.